0: Okay, welcome to this Strengthening Families and Communities Forum. I'm so happy you can attend uh, here or online. And our next speaker is yours truly. For those who don't know me, I am the fa- founder of Urban Life Training. Come on up, Stacy. But anyway, I have two two children, two grandchildren. This is my wife, Stacy. Oh, we're married 40 years. So yeah, I'm going to share my first presentation at this time. Did you want to say anything, Stacey? hmm God bless you all. You know, Patty, you kind of remember the thing God is not dead. Well, you and people like this are proving that. You know. Amen. Two parts, two to basically of my presentation. So um, the first one, I guess you could say, is more like internally or spiritual, and another one is more about how to uh, you know reactualize what we're talking about about absence-centered education. The mission of uh, Urban Life Training is, Urban Life Training raise youth leaders to develop good character and to model and teach about the benefits of sexual abstinence in preparation for marriage and successful family formation. We provide directive abstinence-centered health education through our community network of trained parents and community leaders. Urban Life Training chapters carry out the Urban Life Training mission in their local areas. Vision, every youth from middle school through high school will receive education about the benefits of abstinence, and we'll have the opportunity to hear from peers who believe in abstinence. Accountability and peer mentoring relationships will be set up between older youth or adults of the same sex who believe in abstinence. Middle school youth will be STAR, students teaching abstinence and responsibility guides for upper elementary. High school youth will be STAR guide mentors for middle school youth. College youth will be STAR guide mentors for high school youth. This will greatly reduce the rate of HIV, AIDS, STDs, out of wedlock, birth, and heartbreak. So this is a resolution for the adoption of character and absence-based sexual health education. Whereas parents are the primary teachers of their children, and whereas virtually all parents want their children to abstain from sexual activity while of school age, and being that the purpose of sexual health education is to help you succeed in life, And whereas premature sexual activity is correlated with increased use of alcohol and drugs, poor academic performance, emotional stress, increased risk of suicide, infection with sexually transmitted disease and unwanted pregnancy, be it hereby resolved by Jefferson County Board of Education that the primary purpose of all sexual education curriculum in Jefferson County will be to teach the benefits of abstaining from all types of sexual activity and physical sexual contact while of school age. Marriage will be presented as an attainable goal and the appropriate and morally acceptable place for sexual activity when we become legal adults, and also as the most beneficial arrangement for the children that may be born to married parents. Since the discussion of same-sex attraction and gender identity is not conducive to these goals and same-sex attraction cannot be confirmed without physical sexual contact, these topics will not be included in the sexual education curriculum. Further, the prevention of child abuse through affirming each child's agency is an important goal of sexual health education. Therefore, young children will be taught that no one should touch them in the area covered by their bathing suit. Older children will be taught that no one should touch their sexual organs or other body parts in any way inappropriately. So this is something I want to work with other people on to get introduced here, but also, you know, hopefully you can introduce this in your own local area. Bring it to the Board of Education. I'm planning to do that here and, you know, talk about, ask them to adopt this. It's needed, obviously. So here's the premise of this forum in, in general. To break the generational cycle of outside of wedlock birth, we need a revolution of absence centered education. Parents should present the expectation of sexual absence for marriage to their children, regardless of whether or not they abstain themselves they should think about what is best for their children's future and speak honestly about their own situation. School and community-based programs such as Urban Life Training can back up parents in making this revolution. In one generation, this can break the cycle of outside of wedlock births and all of the related personal and societal consequences about Urban Life Training. So our, we have a decentralized model. All programs are implemented by local chapters of Urban Life Training. And parental involvement is encouraged. There are three parts to the Urban Life Training Program. First is classroom relationship intelligence education. Second is peer counseling. And thirdly, STAR, which means students teaching absence responsibility leadership clubs. Part one, classroom relationship intelligence education. So these are a few of the slides that you'll find that uh, well, that we use, and you'll also find them on our website. We have a web portal you can subscribe to. So pe- uh, young people, and we all are searching for freedom, but what constitutes, like, real freedom? Like, if you use drugs or you become sexually active, does that, you know, like, prove you're more mature or make you more free? Hardly, right? This shows the... um three stages of HIV disease. See that there are three stages and there's a, a stage where there's no symptoms for up to two, to, uh, up to seven years. And then after that, you'll see symptoms like weight loss, diarrhea, fatigue, fever, night sweats, swollen lymph nodes. And after about seven or 10 years on average, AIDS will be developed at the last stage of HIV disease. This slide, we have a number of reality-based slides, or this whole presentation is really reality-based. That shows a uterus that's infected with uh, chlamydia. It's all pussy, and that shows the cervix. And then you see the pus on the Q-tip there. Chlamydia is a sexually transmitted disease. It's very infectious. There's about a 50% chance of getting it per sexual encounter because painful pee, itching, discharge, but often it's invisible. So without treatment, it can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease, and that can lead to a sterility, an inability to have children. Teenage girls are at a higher risk than older women because the cervix isn't yet fully developed. 35,000 teens young adults are infected with an STD each day. That includes like 10,000 teens and 25,000 young adults. Every day in the U.S. At first, I didn't believe that, but that's actually a correct statistic. Thirty-five thousand every day. This is a really interesting slide. So you see here, the, the dots represent blue boys, pink girls, in a actual high school that had over 600 students, and they did this survey, like had the students report anonymously their sexual like liaisons. I guess they had identifier numbers whatever so they found out actually that there was this chain of 288 students linked together do you think like if the, the one girl say one of the you know and one of these pink dots had one relationship or one boy with one boy do you think they thought they were linked to like 287 other people probably not right I wouldn't think so. No, I didn't know. But they were. So if any one of those had like a sexually transmitted disease, couldn't it be passed along? Yes, absolutely. That is crazy. But about half of the students aren't on this chart. Why not? Because about half the students were abstaining from sex, so they wouldn't have any effect at all. What about condom use? Well, condoms provide partial protection against STDs. 80% risk reduction for HIV, 50% 50% risk reduction for gonorrhea, chlamydia, general herpes, HPV, and syphilis. But is that a really good reduction? Like if someone said, would you like a ride in their car? And you said, well, it's about a 50% chance we'll get to our destination. I think you'd decline, right? That's not a good redu- good uh, rate of reduction. One of the things we practice in the program is refusal skills. So we'll ask a boy and a girl to come up and practice which is important, you know, one of the important skills. I love you. Don't you love me? So we'll have the boy say most of these lines, but there's some that the girls say too. If you love me, you'd respect me. I don't need to prove my love. I can't stop. I don't think you'll be so turned off. I get pregnant and you have to sport a baby in high school. Come on, everybody's doing it. Not with me. I'm not everybody. You can trust me. I do trust you to stop pressuring me. Another important thing is to think about, and this is an activity we do too, where you're going. What are your goals in life? So we asked the students to write down if it were guaranteed that you could accomplish any five goals in your life and only those goals, what would they be? One what kind of person i mean uh, these are pointers we give them what kind of person do you want to be whom do you admire what kind of family do you want to have what kind of job or career so we ask them think about that and then get them to um share their answers whoever wants to and that's and also another activity is we get them to um think about if they if you became pregnant or if you got say an incurable disease like general herpes or or what do you say? Yes, or um AIDS, you know, how would that affect your life? Uh, teen drinking leads to about sixty percent of teen S T D infections. Why do you think that is? So we asked that. Well, when you're drinking, you can lose in addition. Right. If you're drinking, you know, you're not don't have all your faculties. So I mean, it seems pretty understandable, but yet That's a very common thing, right? So that's something we need to emphasize. And we, in our program, we, you know, also, you know, promote absence from drugs and alcohol too. So we all desire love, but there's confusion about what love is. Does sex equal love? Not really. Half of boys say they've never really thought about what my life would be like if I got someone pregnant as a teen. Shouldn't love be honest? ask yourself, is this really in the best long-term interest of the one I love? If you're not willing to ask this question, don't say you love. Maybe you're infatuated or whatever, but don't call it love. So there is a place that is recognized in every culture and every country as the best place to have sexual relationships, to have children because, you know, The children that may be created have a safe and stable environment, and that is called marriage. There is actually a strong pro-marriage belief among you. 91% of youth, young adults, ages 13, 24, agreed, getting married would make me happy. Okie doke. What if you've already had sex? So we know that a lot of students, young adult, young people, period, children have already had sex, unfortunately. Well, six in 10 sexually active teens regretted and wish they'd waited. Eighty five percent of teens believe sex should only occur in long term relationship. So we encourage secondary virginity, you know, waiting from this time on. So what's a really good gift you can give to your future child? How about two parents who really love each other and their child? That's a good gift. These are some youth who participate in our program. Well, the young lady in the middle is a volunteer. Her name's Rita Sinna. She is married now and has children. Um, she was Miss Teen District of Columbia. Those are some students from Eastern Senior High School, which is on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., That was my local high school where we started working at. That's Nicole, Lakia, a couple other, Milton. So those who made a pledge of absence, that's part of our program, delay sex longer, 27 months. And they're more likely to graduate from high school, college, and make more money. This is Sharnetta Tyler. She's an alumnus of our program. Uh, she did go to Harvard University. She believed I'm worth waiting for. That's her husband, Khalid David. Her na- she's now Sharnetta David. Uh, she's married October 9, 2016. And she has uh, children, a couple children. All right. So part two of the program is classroom peer counseling. And part three is star leadership clubs. So to uh, give an overview of that, I'm going to play this video.
1: And I think it's important to be abstinent because there's too many diseases out here. And I think that y'all not mentally ready for sex and the responsibilities that occur. And and this is a good program to be in because it teach you about staying abstinent and it promote abstinence, not safe sex, but abstinent means no sex until marriage. I joined this program is because in my past, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. And one, telling a with a girl tell you that she's pregnant, man, right now, that's the that's the worst news you can have, man. I had that before, and I was just trying to start over. And uh, and when with a girl, if your wife tell you that you're pregnant, that's a good thing to have. But if a, if just a, a girl that you just did it to tell you that she's pregnant, that don't hurt. It's gonna hurt, man. It's like you wanna cry or whatever. <laughs> I ain't. Good. So, it's, it's, it, ain't, it ain't no joke or nothing. It ain't no joke. It's serious. It's serious out here, man. And just t- I had experience of that stuff. And having babies and like, I ain't cool. And AIDS. That is serious and it's scary. When I get married, I can give my whole heart to another person, everything that I have. And there won't be a memory of another person in the past. One more thing I would like to say is I wanna be stay asking to emerge and teach my kids the same thing. Hope they can follow my footsteps and set a good example.
2: Like kissing, it doesn't always lead to sex, but the more you get into it, right, kissing will lead to something else and that will lead to something else. And ultimately, you know, if you let yourself go, it will ultimately lead to sex. And I have found it very valuable that you save everything for one person. Sometimes people have different ways of going about being abstinent, but the way I've done it is I, I never had a relationship before and my first kiss I say from my husband. So and it's so much more meaningful. But I believe that, you know, if you do if you do get into a relationship, you should really um like one of my questions here also is like before you start a relationship should you tell them what you want what you wanted that you want to wait until after marriage to have sex. I think if you do get into a relationship and it, and you do kiss or whatever, that it should be clear, like, um, up to where you want to go, and then to have that limit there, because otherwise it'll lead. It's it's very clear. You know, it happens all the time. You know, to be patient, you Murray.
3: You you want to finish high school because a lot of times girls who have sex, you know, they they admire, they get messed up, they, they want
1: to commit suicide, they want to do things like that because it's an emotional state that comes along with sex. Sexually pure until I marry. I understand that this commitment includes not only technical virginity but all other areas of physical or sexual involvement which I know and my heart are against my own conscience and well being. I shall make it my goals to keep my mind and body physically and mentally sexually pure. I will also commit to re- to remain totally drug free, including all forms of alcohol, t- tobacco, illicit drugs, and inhalants. They want about my goals, but
2: I know it's something they can't say. My life that I want to live, this is my life. My life that I'm trying to live, this is my life. My life that I want to live, you can't stop being. Trying to live. This is my life, my life that I wanna live. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. Now, some, some people go around doing dumb things just to get a reputation. then not a game, but I'm talking. It's not going
3: And welcome. My name is Leonard Booker, and I am the health and physical education teacher at Stuart hopson Middle School. My students are involved in the ultra Teen Choice program. I am excited about this program, and so are my students. There are two important reasons why I am excited about this program. First, I think that the founders of the ultra Teen Choice program, my students, and I are turning a negative peer pressure into a positive peer support and peer counseling. Our older and stronger teens are counseling their peers how and why they should say no to drugs, sex, and unbecoming behavior. Each group is very enthusiastic about the program. Second, the Our Teen Choice program gives parents and teachers an opportunity to dream of a better life for our young people. We can once again dream of a life for our young people that are free. Free to enjoy childhood that is filled with funny and giggly things teens enjoy doing. Free from worry about adult things. Free from trying to raise a child while they themselves are maturing and discovering themselves and their world. Free to dream of that first date, first prom, high school graduation, college, a career, and yes, marriage the whole nine yards, free to be all that they can be. Today's youth are victims of HIV, AIDS, sexually transmitted diseases, sex outside of marriage, tobacco, alcohol, and drug use. Many health experts believe that some of the health problems can be curtailed through education. Thus, the ultra-teen choice programs helps students to be successful by choosing abstinence from sex outside of marriage and abstinence from drugs and alcohol use. Ultra Teen Choice provides a comprehensive program for middle school and high school students. The Ultra Teen Choice program is designed to provide students with knowledge, attitudes, and skills to make healthy, responsible, respectful, and life-enhancing decisions related to human growth and development relationships, alcohol, and other drugs, and also mental health. Instruction is seen as a partnership among parents and guardians, the school and the community, in supporting the learning essential to the development of strong families, positive relationships, and a healthy community. This morning, I have told you about the Alternating Choice Program, a new idea, a new concept, a new commitment to our youth. With your help and support, we can make these dreams a reality. To paraphrase the words of a wise man, Alter Team Choice will be what we make it. Thank you.
1: I think this is, if we can make this program across the board, even as far as trying to uh, have it as part of the curriculum in all D.C. public schools, it will do tremendous gestures for students, not only uh, for the benefit of the students, but for the whole community in the school.
0: Hey, that's the Star Leadership Club at Duke Elling School of Arts. So the Urban Life Training uh, web portal can be found at urbanlifetraining.org. All of our presentations, videos, trainings are available by subscription at urbanlifetrain.org, and all local chapters of Urban Life Training will have access to these materials for the $100 yearly chapter fee, and parents can also subscribe themselves, you know, to use the materials themselves for $50 a year, and schools can subscribe too for $200 per year. So everything's available, and it's a decentralized model. So conclusion is that a revolution of absence centered education must be conducted beginning from each local school. Concerned parents and others can conduct this revolution themselves by forming local chapters of urban life training. In collaboration with interested schools, local urban life training chapters can conduct this revolution. Won't you join us? Amen. So that's my uh, second presentation. So I'd like to like open it up for um, any questions or comments about this part. What I was just talking about. If you have any thoughts on it or your response, I guess you could call it a response. I was like, "No, what people are thinking? Like, it's good, it's bad, it's doable, or whatever." I'd love to hear what you have to say or any questions. Okay, Stacy will make a comment. Stacy, or... it, yeah, it definitely a need because the culture these days is not abstinence. That's not popular. So it, there's a need. To get, to get that word out well i'm glad you mentioned that so one thing i want to share is so one of the ways we get students involved is that um like we'll give the classroom presentations and then we'll give them a uh evaluation and ask them if they'd like to join a club and then about typically 20 percent will say yes and about 10 percent will come and so those students can, one of the main activities of the club is doing peer counseling in addition to other activities you saw in the video. And then they can positively influence the other students. So I think it's a no brainer, but um, it takes involved people obviously to do it. But I think we shouldn't wait around. There are some like national programs and stuff, but you know, I won't count on that. I think it has to be a grassroots. So our model is very grassroots, you know, lo- to be done locally. Lyle had a comment or a question.
1: Yeah, I just felt like, wow, Richard and uh, Stacy, you guys are doing a lot of things for your community. You know, it was inspiring to see all those young people. And uh, also I want to share that, you know, um, my husband, because he's a long-time abstinence teacher, we are trying to do it in our own level because we're concerned about our kids and their friends. And so I guess we start on that level, like, you know, taking care of their friends, taking care of my kids, and uh inviting their friends to attend the workshop abstinence workshop that my husband is doing like you know every time he find time from his job and so uh yeah i think we're gonna like you said it's, it should start from the grassroots so i think we will we will do that you know and uh jamal wants to say something okay all i can say is my life that I want to live, this is my life, my life that I want to live, this is my life, my life, my life, my That was so catchy. I heard that one time, and I'm like, oh, that's good, because, anyway, so part of our abstinence workshops are um, poetry development, and, and, and uh, why? Because hooked on phonics, you repeat something with music, and, you know. And the message you will carry if the message is, you know, crafted well. You know, you got to bring all your uh, literary devices into in, into play and, you know, rhythm and, you know, all, like real art. And try to find the best voices and the most convicted people. And um, because, you know, classroom is not enough. So like the, the one thing in that presentation that's like this girl. And, and it's infectious, so you can see the other kids rocking to the music, and I'm like, you know, we have to have a multi-pronged approach to this education, and, and I was uh, also very inspired by that girl's energy. Um, and I think I, I know other people being inspired by that girl's energy, and the you know, you teaching them what it is and them flipping it back in their own cultural expressions. Very powerful give and take between you and your students. And it made me just want to take snips from that and do a promo video for you, Richard. So <laughs> thank you very much. Uh,
0: thank you, Crystal. Yeah, that's good. It's good. I thank you very much for uh, joining today and those who are joining online and in person here. And I think this is like, not like this is an ongoing we've had. I think now this is the basically fifth forum. We're planning two more this year. I think we just, just like I'm very action oriented. So I'm trying to lay out today. This is practically, yes, spiritually, this is a foundation. I think that's super important. So I do invite you to, again to join the inpatient Principle mm-hmm. study. Tomorrow you can join online or in person here. And in your packet, we have like a speech by uh, Reverend Samuel Moon, and that you'll get a good understanding of what he's talking about. Because those things really inform us. What our worldview is makes a difference. And of course, God is involved in politics. How could he not be? But it's not politics is subjective over God, but God is subjective over politics. That's what it's supposed to be. And that is what's going to be happening. There's no other way forward, I believe. So I'm will. uh, i going to take this opportunity to conclude the forum today. I want to thank you all for joining. We are recording it, so we'll make it available. And um, let's continue the discussion. Let's form these absence center clubs everywhere like you're doing, Lila and Jamal, in homes and schools. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't have to wait around for the government to fund it. That's fine if they come up with any. Good luck these days, right? But anyway, we'll do it ourselves, you know, from the grassroots up. Okay, so thank you for joining. God bless you. And we will see you next time.